and welcome to Leap of Faith Podcast. I'm Lorraine and I am your host today. Uh, today is, um, actually it's Monday, and uh, Friday I was traveling and uh, poor Jeremiah was sick, so we missed Friday together. Uh, and now I am on vacation at the Jersey Shore, so uh, today's going to be a little unusual for my po- our podcast, sorry. Um, so we're, what I'm going to do today is I'm going to get caught up from Friday and then I'm going to do the next couple, I'm going to try to get five done. And then uh, at your leisure, you can listen to each chapter uh, whenever it fits into your schedule. So I'm going to, this is going to be a really long pod, actually I'm going to try and keep, I'm going to try and get as much done as I can in 30 minutes. So we'll keep it in that 30, 20 to 30 minute window. So without further ado, uh, I'm gonna pray. I'm also going to do the prayer that I normally do at the end, uh, at the beginning, because, uh, and I'm only gonna do it once. So uh, so if at any time anybody feels like they wanna do the prayer to receive salvation, uh, <clears throat> then you'll be able to do it at the very beginning. So it's only been like a minute. Uh, so. Let me go ahead and start in prayer. I got a lot to be thankful for. So many things are going on and uh, so so many wonderful things God is doing and I'm just so grateful and so thankful to be here at this beautiful beach. If you ever have a chance to go to the Jersey Shore, it doesn't sound like much, but it really is. It's gorgeous. Very laid back, peaceful, quiet. It's just a very little sleepy little town over here. So. All right, let me open up and pray. And uh, please, uh, it just stopped, so I'm hoping that guy is done, but he's pressure washing his house next door. So hopefully it'll stay reasonably quiet. Uh, So Okay, so again, thank you for joining me today. I don't know what time it is, but uh, we will get on and start reading and get into God's Word and just, uh, and you know, just have a nice, pleasant uh, 20 to 30 minutes. So... Holy and mighty God, we uh, come to you, to your throne, so humble and so thankful and grateful for all you do, all you provide for us. Uh, we, we're thankful that you're our Heavenly Father, and you know what we need before we even know what we need, so thank you. We also are so grateful and thankful for the gift of your Son, Jesus, on the cross. It's the blood that he shed for all of our sins, past, present, and future. Uh, we're just so thankful that he shed his blood for us, that we can have salvation and eternal life with you in heaven. I thank you for all those people out there who are listening, and I thank you for them being so patient uh, with our crazy schedules. Uh, I pray over Jeremiah for healing from whatever it is that he's uh, not feeling well from, and uh, just get him back on track, and hopefully uh, this Friday, we we do have a bit of a time difference again, so... uh, We'll try to get Friday uh, going for all of us uh, together and get back on track. Um, So thank you, Lord, uh, for those that are out there listening, their patience. I pray blessings over each and every one of them. Lord, take us where you want us to go. Let us meet the people you want us to meet. Let us say the words you want us to say and keep us out of your way. In Jesus' name, amen. And now I'm going to say the sinner's prayer. So if you haven't received Christ as your Lord and Savior, uh, I, I encourage you to do that. Uh, it's a new life, and so I encourage you 
to do that. Uh, so let's go ahead and say the sinner's prayer if you have not done that so far. <clears throat> Heavenly Father, today I put my trust in you. I am not perfect and know that I have sinned against you. Please forgive me. I thank you for the sacrifice of your one and only son, Jesus, on the cross. It's his perfect and spotless blood that covers all of my sins, past, present, and future. On this day, I receive him as my Lord and Savior. I accept him into my heart and will live my life for him. Thank you for my salvation. In Jesus' name, amen. If you said that prayer for the first time, congratulations. Uh, you've started a whole new life, and uh, we encourage you to start living for Jesus. Uh, get to a church, get to a pastor, and start to do, uh, because that's what we are encouraged to do. You know, we've been reading all these letters from Paul, and he's telling us, get out there, be disciples, you know, spread the good news. You know, this is what we've been reading uh, continuously. Uh, so uh, I encourage you to do that. Uh, you can let us know that you uh, gave your life to Jesus today by uh, sending us a message, Lorraine at leapoffaithpodcast.org or Jeremiah at leapoffaithpodcast.org. You can send us a message on Facebook or whatever platform. You can make a note. Uh, we encourage you to mark it in your Bible. Uh, that today was the day that you accepted Jesus. So we are just thankful that God is working uh, through, hopefully through this ministry. We don't know what it's doing. <laughs> I don't know what it's doing. It's, it's a whole other thing. But I hope that everybody starts passing on the good news, passing on this message, and passing on this podcast. You know, I'm not entertaining. I'm not this, like, you know, flashy thing. I'm literally just, and I hate to use the word just, but I'm reading the word of God into the world that's all we want to do jeremiah and i just want to you know have people hear it get you know motivated to keep reading their bible because there's so much information in here it's phenomenal so uh, we just want to encourage people to to not be afraid of reading the bible it really and it just i was reading these overviews and really you don't have to be a bible scholar because they kind of teach you what every chapter is about like i didn't know that uh, titus is I think it's only am I doing Titus today yeah Titus uh, is you know uh, is uh, very short uh, it's kind of interesting to me so um, you know he's just trying to encourage poor little Titus to get out there and minister uh, but anyway uh, all right so let's go ahead and start reading let me get my readers real quick sorry <clears throat> and I'm gonna read as many chapters as I can, and we'll talk about them, uh, and I'll just kind of keep an eye on my clock here. So. <clears throat> so the overview says, Paul left Titus, a young minister on the Mediterranean island of Crete, to begin the challenging task of organizing new converts into local churches. We kind of already knew that. Uh, this is about practical wisdom, organization, administration. Okay, so this is episode 41.1 chapter one this letter is from paul a slave of god and an apostle of jesus christ i have been sent to proclaim faith to those god has chosen and to teach them to know the truth that shows them how to live godly lives this truth gives them confidence that they have eternal life which god who does not lie promised them before the world began and now at just the right time he has revealed this message which we announce to everyone. 
It is by the command of God, our Savior, that I have been entrusted with this work for him. I am writing to Titus, my true son, in the faith that we share. May God the Father and, and Christ Jesus, our Savior, give you grace and peace. Titus's work in Crete. I left you on the island of Crete so you can complete our work there and appoint elders in each town as I instructed you. An elder must live a blameless life. He must be faithful to his wife and his children, must be believers who don't have a reputation for being wild or rebellious. A church leader is a manager of God's household, so he must live a blameless life. He must not be arrogant or quick-tempered. He must not be a heavy drinker, violent, or dishonest with money. Rather, he must enjoy having guests in his home and he must love what is good. He must live wisely and be just. He must live a devout and disciplined life. He must have a strong belief in the, trust, in the trustworthy message he was taught. Then he will be able to encourage others with wholesome teaching and show those who oppose it where they are wrong. For there are many rebellious people who engage in useless talk and deceive others. This is especially true of those who insist on circumcision for salvation. They must be silenced because they are turning whole families away from the truth by their false teachings. And they do it only for money. Even one of their own men, a prophet from Crete, has said about them, the people of Crete are all liars, cruel animals, and lazy gluttons. This is true, so reprimand them sternly to make them strong in the faith. They must stop listening to Jewish myths and the commands of people who have turned away from the truth. Everything is pure to those whose hearts are pure, but nothing is pure to those who are corrupt and unbelieving because their minds and consciences are corrupted. Such people claim they know God, but they deny him by the way they live. They are detestable and disobedient, worthless for doing anything good. <clears throat> so it starts out uh, that this is Paul identifying himself uh, as an apostle of Jesus Christ. Uh, the truth gives them confidence that they have eternal life, which God, who does not lie, promised them before the world began. That's kind of pertinent, which is true. God does not lie, you know. And so he promised them eternal life before the world began. And now, this is the other part I like. God doesn't lie. And just at the right time, he has revealed this message. God is a, time, is a God of order. He has everything going in the order that he wants it to go in. And he's very... Uh, precise uh, he's not willy-nilly he doesn't just you know throw things together and I just thought that was kind of cool just at the right time he has revealed this message uh, I am writing to Titus my true son in the faith that we share he really does love Titus you can tell and then he's telling Titus I left you on the island of Crete so you can complete our work there and appoint elders in each town as I instructed you an elder must live a blameless life. He must be faithful to his wife and his children. Must be, and his, his wife and his children must be believers who don't have a reputation for being wild or rebellious. Uh, the church leader must live a blameless life. 
He must not be arrogant or quick-tempered, a heavy drinker, violent, or dishonest with money. He must enjoy having guests in his home, and he must love what is good. He must live wisely and be just. He must live a devout and disciplined life. Then he will be able to encourage others with wholesome teaching and show those who oppose it where they are wrong. And so like in the margin, I wrote, uh, this is how you're a good witness. You know, be a good witness. If you're living the life you're supposed to live, you know, if you're, you know, you have to set a good example or you're going to lose your witness. So if people see you, you know, being a heavy drinker, you know, or getting out there carousing and, you know, or whatever, you know, doing everything opposite of what you're supposed to be doing, not living a, a Christ-like life, you're going to lose your witness. So you have to, you know, that's why, you know, that's why people are like, oh, it's so hard to be a Christian. It's really not because I don't feel like I'm losing anything by li living a Christ-like life. I don't miss any of the stuff that I used to do before, you know, going out and partying and having a good time. You know, I might not look like I used to do that, but I did. And, uh, you know, at this point, you know, I, I try to live the life that I'm supposed to live, you know, uh, and try to be as Christ-like as I possibly can in this human, you know, body that I have. Um, and then uh, it goes on to, then he will be able to encourage them with wholesome teaching and show those who oppose it where they are wrong. You know, you try to point it out in a godly, loving way. Uh, for these are, for there are many rebellious people who engage in useless talk and deceive others. You know, they're still teaching that, you know, you have to stick to the law in order to get uh, salvation. And that's not right. That's a false teaching. And they're only doing it for the money which I thought that was interesting. And then I went up here, uh, they must stop listening to Jewish myths. I don't know exactly what that means. And the commands of people who have turned away from the truth. Everything, I like this, I like this verse. Everything is pure to those whose hearts are pure. I thought that was kind of nice. But nothing is pure to those who are corrupt and unbelieving. Such people claim they know God, but they deny him by the way they live. All right, so now we're going to do episode 41.2, <clears throat> Promote Right Teaching, Chapter 2. Uh, as for you, Titus, promote the kind of living that reflects wholesome teaching. Teach the older men to exercise self-control, to be worthy of respect, and to live wisely. They must have sound faith and be filled with love and patience. Similarly, teach the older women to live in a way that honors God. They must not slander others or be heavy drinkers. Instead, they should teach others what is good. These older women must train the younger women to love their husbands and their children, to live wisely and be pure, to work in their homes, to do good, and to be submissive to their husbands. Then they will not bring shame on the word of God. In the same way, encourage the young men to live wisely, as you yourself must be an example to them by doing good works of every kind. Let everything you do reflect the integrity and seriousness of your teaching. Teach the truth so that your teaching can't be criticized. Then those who oppose us will be ashamed and have nothing bad to say about us. Slaves must al always obey their masters and do their best to please them. They must not talk back or steal, but must show themselves to be entirely trustworthy and good. Then they will make a 
then they will make the teaching about God our Savior attractive in every way. For the grace of God has been revealed, bringing salvation to all people, and we are instructed to turn from godless living and sinful pleasures. We should live in this evil world with wisdom, righteousness, and devotion to God, while we look forward with the hope to that wonderful day when the Lord, when the glory of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ, will be revealed. He gave his life to free us from every kind of sin, to cleanse us, and to make us his very own. People totally committed to do, I'm sorry, let me start back. He gave his life to free us from every kind of sin, to cleanse us, and to make us his very own people, totally committed to doing good deeds. You must teach these things and encourage the believers to do them. You have the authority to correct them when necessary, so don't let anyone disregard you, disregard what you say. So he's talking to Titus there, obviously, and probably to us. Okay, so let's go back. I kind of highlighted everything. Uh, he's telling him to uh, promote the kind of living that reflects wholesome teaching, which is what he was talking about in the last uh, chapter. Teach the older men to exercise self-control, to be worthy of respect, and to live wisely. They must have sound faith and be filled with love and patience. Uh, also, he's telling the women that they have to live in a way that honors God. And uh, you must uh, not be a heavy drinker. You must not slander others, you know, which means, you know, gossiping. Women are famous for gossiping. I know I'm probably more times than not guilty of it. Um, the older women must train the younger women to love their husbands and their children, you know, set a good example, uh, to be pure, to work in their homes, be submissive, submissive to their husbands. Uh, you know, that's not a bad thing. You know, you, you, you have to honor your husband and, and respect him as the authority in the house because he is supposed to be the, the head of the church, the head of the family, just like Jesus is the head of the church. So you, you have to respect his position, you know, and, you know, you're supposed to work together. You know, you, you, you discuss things, hopefully, you know, and, and you come to a conclusion together. Uh, but ultimately, it's his decision at the end. But hopefully he respects you enough because that's what, you know, that's what Christ does to all of us. Uh, encourage the young men to live wisely, and you yourself must be an example to them by doing good works of every kind. So Titus is being a good example to the younger ones. Teach the truth so that your teaching can't be criticized. Oppose, uh, those, then those who oppose us will be ashamed and have nothing bad to say about it. If you're doing the right thing and you're setting a good example, how can they talk bad about you? Uh, and then it talks about slaves, and I believe that means, you know, I use the word employee. You know, I think that's what that really means. Uh, you know, do what your, your employer tells you to do. Uh, be trustworthy and good uh, and, you know, do the right thing. And then on the other side, the, the, for the uh, grace of God has been revealed, bringing salvation to all people, all people, not just certain people, everybody. And we are instructed to turn from godless living and sinful pleasures. Uh, he gave his life to Jesus set, to set uh, his life to free us from every kind of sin, to cleanse us and to make us his very own people, totally committed to doing good deeds. You must teach these things and encourage the believers to do them. 
Don't let anyone disregard what you say. All right. I'm going to squeak in chapter 3, and that will be all of Titus, and that will bring us into Philemon. So, uh, 41.3, episode 41.3, chapter 3. And I'm not rushing. I'm just, you know, trying to make it so that y'all won't miss out on a whole week uh, while I'm out here. It's very challenging because there's a lot of people in this house. <laughs> chapter 3, do what is good. Remind the believers to submit to the government and its officers. They should be obedient, always ready to do what is good. They must not slander anyone and must avoid quarreling. Instead, they should be gentle and show true humility to everyone. Once we, too, were foolish and disobedient. We were misled and became slaves to many lusts and pleasures. Our lives were full of evil and envy, and we hated each other. But when God our Savior revealed his kindness and love, he saved us, not because of the righteous things we had done, but because of his mercy. He washed away our sins, giving us new birth and a new life through the Holy Spirit. He generously poured out the Spirit upon us through Jesus Christ our Savior. Because of his grace, he made us right in his sight and gave us confidence that we will inherit eternal life. This is a trustworthy saying, and I want you to insist on these teachings so that all who trust in God will devote themselves to doing good. These teachings are good and beneficial for everyone. Do not get involved in foolish discussions about spiritual pedigrees or in quarrels and fights about obedience to Jewish laws. These things are useless and a waste of time. If people are causing divisions among you, give a first and second warning. Sorry, hold on. Sorry, my phone was ringing. Got all through, almost through three chapters without my phone ringing. <laughs> all right. Verse 9, do not get involved in foolish discussions about spiritual pedigrees or in quarrels and fights about obedience to Jewish laws. These things are useless and a waste of time. If people are causing divisions among you, give a first and second warning. After that, have nothing more to do with them. For people like that have turned away from the truth and their own sins condemn them. Paul's final remarks and greetings. I'm planning to send either Artemis or Tychicus, I don't know how to say that name, Tychicus, 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 I don't know, to you. As soon as one of them arrives, do your best to meet me at Nic Nicopolis, for I have decided to stay there for the winter. Do everything you can to help Zenus, Zenus, the lawyer, and Apollos with their trip. See that they are given everything they need. Our people must learn to do good by meeting the urgent needs of others. Then they will not be unproductive. Everybody here sends greetings. Please give my greetings to the believers, all who love us. May God's grace be with you all. All right, so... Uh, to talk about this, we've got a couple of things underlined. Remind the believers to submit to the government and its officers. Um, they should be obedient, always ready to do what is good. You should obey the law. I think that that's what that's saying. Do, do what's right. They must not slander anyone and must avoid quarreling. Instead, they should be gentle and show true humility to everyone. And then I bumped down to four. When God our Savior, I mean, this I, to me, that's just the gospel all wrapped up in one little nice little 
uh, saying, When God our Savior revealed his kindness and love, he saved us, not because of the righteous things we had done, not because of the good works we were doing, but because of his mercy. He washed away our sins, giving us new birth and new life through the Holy Spirit. He generously poured out the Spirit upon us through Jesus Christ our Savior. Because of his grace, he made us right in his sight and gave us confidence that we will in, uh, inherit eternal life. I mean, that's it in a nutshell right there. This is a trustworthy saying, and I want you to insist on these teachings so that all who trust in God will devote themselves to doing good. These teachings are good and beneficial for everyone. And then I thought this was interesting, and I think I ended up reading it twice. Now I'm reading it for the third time. Do not get involved in foolish discussions about spiritual pedigrees or in quarrels, of, uh, in quarrels and fights about obedience to Jewish laws. These things are useless and a waste of time. You know, when you're trying to, to give the good news, it's, it's hard, especially for people who are so hard-hearted, they don't get it, and they are so stubborn, they don't want to receive it. And, and, and I, I find myself getting uptight and anxious, uh, sometimes a little angry that it's not getting the point across, and I get a little bit overzealous. And you know what? I, uh, I don't think that's my calling you know, to, to be that person. I, because I'm not a good, uh, for lack of a better word, I can't, I can't argue my way out of a paper bag. I'm not good at it. I'm not quick and I don't have good answers back, which is why I don't do that. So, you know, I, my witness is hopefully the life that I'm living. So hopefully when I die, people will know, hey, Lorraine was a Christian. But here, it's saying it's a waste of time. You're, you know, you're, you're, you're spinning your wheels by trying to talk to somebody who's so hard-hearted. So give them, uh, give a first and second warning. Uh, for people like that have turned away from the truth and their own sins condemn them. And that's true. You know, there's nothing you can do. There's some people that just don't want to hear it, you know, and that's what free will is about. Uh, and then down at the very end, Paul's final uh, remarks, our people must learn to do good by meeting the urgent needs of others, then they will not be unproductive. So you need to, you know, do the best you can, I think. So that's it for today. I'm at 26 minutes. Uh, we got three chapters done. Yay. So we're caught up for Friday, Monday, Tuesday. And uh, I'll see, I'll try to get in uh, a couple more uh, before. So if you see me wearing the same outfit, don't be surprised and <laughs> try to do it again today. So uh, thank you for joining me today. Uh, I hope that this didn't feel rushed because I don't feel rushed at all. I feel like I've, I've I got a lot out of today. There was a lot of good, good stuff. Uh, so uh, God bless you. Uh, whatever time this is that you're listening to this or watching it, um, morning, noon, or night. I don't know when that is, but uh, I hope uh, that uh, you have a great one, and I will see you the next time you get to watch this. So God bless you. Have a great day, and I'll see you then. Bye.